Hey everybody, thanks for being back today. Uh, last time we looked at the various seasons and times, uh, Solomon begins our section this time with basically saying, what use is life? Um, that sounds like somebody who's uh, almost ready to give up, doesn't it? Uh, when life is difficult, it is very easy to become cynical. It's very easy to just say, why bother? What's the use? I'm not getting anywhere. But everything in life takes patience. It takes work. A marriage doesn't just happen. A good marriage takes work. A job, a good job takes effort. And even our Christianity takes work. It takes effort. Our relationship with God doesn't just happen. It is something that we have to work at and build on. And Solomon says that in our text today. We need to put all these things into perspective. So let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 9 through 15. What profit hath he that worketh in that wherein he labors? I have seen the work which God hath given to the sons of men to be exercised. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also he hath set the world in their hearts." so that man can find out what the work that God makes from the beginning to the end. No man can find out what the work is that God does, is what he's saying. I know that there is no good in them, but for a man to rejoice and to do good in his life, and also that every man should eat and drink, enjoy the good of all his labor, because it is the gift of God. I know that who, whatsoever God does, it shall be forever. Nothing can be put to it. Nothing can be taken from it. God does it that men should fear before him. That which has been is now, and that which is to be has already been, and God requires that which is past. Though life is work, Notice that Solomon says this, God has made everything beautiful in its time. Everything that happens to us, God is not saying, everything that happens to you is great. That's not what he's saying. But God is saying that he can take even those difficult times and turn them into something positive. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were thrown into the fiery furnace, but he used that event to bring them out unharmed, unsinged, unsmelling like smoke, so that he may show his greatness. And there are all kinds of those cases throughout the Bible that we could illustrate. In Romans chapter 12, verse, Romans chapter 8, I'm sorry, verse 28 says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Now, God is, again, not saying everything that happens to us is good, but that he can use it in our lives to produce something that is good. One of my favorite verses in Ecclesiastes is in this text we're reading today. It's in verse number 11. I love the idea to just stop and think about the idea that God has put eternity into our hearts. God wants us to spend eternity with him. 
His work is beyond our understanding. He's in charge. And there is an emptiness that only he can fill. That's why when you see people who have everything but are miserable, they're missing what God wants them to have. Maybe they're missing him. There is, no, there is more to life than the here and now. But what we should be doing in the here and now, it doesn't mean that, okay, here's eternity. Let's not do anything but plan on that. You know, I heard one uh, saying one time is uh, we can be so heavenly minded, we're no earthly good. That's not what he's saying. He has put eternity in our heart. That should be where our goal is, is to spend eternity with him. But what are we going to do until that time? He tells us in this text. He says, you should be rejoicing and doing good, even when life doesn't make sense. Solomon says, we should be eating and drinking and enjoying our work. All of those things are what? Gifts from God. So when God does something, it's perfect. Think back to the Garden of Eden. When God was finished, he said it was all very good. It was perfect. It was a perfect world that he created for mankind. Whatever God does is forever. This life that we're living right now is not forever. One day we will leave this life, but he's prepared for those of his children and for those who aren't his children. He's prepared a place for both of those. We often quote uh, that we should not add to or take away from the word of God. Here he talks about adding to or taking away, but I think it's even bigger than his word. I think he's talking about him himself because he himself does not change. Don't try to change him. But isn't that exactly what we do sometimes? We try to bring God down to our level instead of trying to raise ourselves up to his level. This section closes with the statement that when this life is over, God will require an accounting. How have we lived our lives? Those lives that have been a gift from him, how have we used them in our everyday life? Thanks for being here. See you next time.